almost everybody. How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Cool Progression Podcast. Everybody, we're entering May. It's the first podcast of May, and we got a returner on the podcast, baby. Oh, yeah. Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors. Our first one is Phoenix Fitness. Yeah, you know, we're into May. We're about to get to those summer months, and, you know, Gotta make sure that the gun show is big enough. Yeah, I look like Arnold, yeah. I just want to, you know, hit those fitness goals and just want to be as fit as possible. Plus, it's summer coming up, you know, summer festival season, summer concert season. You got to make sure you're able to, you know, go three, four straight days. So hit those fitness goals. And one of the best ways to, you know, maybe hit the gym, maybe, you know, do some cardio, just anything you do, you know, to help with your fitness goals. But also when it comes to preparing and recovering, and just making sure that your, you know, muscles are, you know, getting the nutrients they need. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes with different supplements, such as pre-workouts, both Sim and Sim Free, to help you get the energy and get the amped upness for those workouts. I use the uh, Sim Free stuff because, guys, this is me normally without caffeine. Could you imagine me? I'm like caffeine and like those stimulants stuff. I'd be like, whoa. Okay. They also have different beats of recovery compounds to help your muscles absorb the nutrients post-workout. Different creatines help you build muscles. Different protein blends, AM, PM, directly after workout, collagen proteins, vegan proteins or plant-based proteins, different multivitamins, really anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 15% off using the code MSOTD at checkout. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. There are links in the description of the podcast along with the promo code. Our second sponsor is Custom Debuts. So, hey guys, guys want a custom poster? Be the coolest, coolest person in your dorm room, in your office, in the garage, in your house, in your basement, or just want to be the pe- person people come over and be like, oh my God, where the heck they get that post? That's where, from Custom Debuts. I'm the only one that has it, baby. So here's what you do. You go to Custom Debuts' website and you enter in a band name. Say it's Rise Against, because I'm wearing a Rise Against shirt. And then you give, either give them like an album, like The Suffer and the Witness, or a song like Prayer of the Refugee. And they'll create a custom poster for you using the album artwork, the track listing, the lyrics, whatever it might be off of what you give them. They'll come back to the proof in 48 hours, and if you aren't the biggest fan of the proof they send you, tell them what changes need to be made, and they'll make the changes for you, and when you're satisfied, boom, they will send it to you either on, you know, standard poster paper, like you get any other kind of musical poster from a canvas print, or as an aluminum freaking sign. Okay, who wants an aluminum sign poster of the stuff for the witness? I do. I should definitely go get one. So here's what I'll do. I'll go to Custom Use website, make that happen, and at checkout, I'm going to use the code CPP10 for 10% off my entire order because you can use that code too. Link is in the description of the podcast. So is promo code. Thank you, Phoenix, or not Phoenix Fitness. Thank you, Custom Use. Now to our feature presentation about 200 episodes ago. I'm taking a look to get the exact number. It was episode number 97. I had this band called The Protest on the podcast. We're on episode 298, and The Protest is back on the podcast. Yes, Josh is here with us. We talk about what, you know, spreading positivity, spreading that, you know, just the positivity, the happiness, the connectedness that music brings us, what they did during the pandemic to do that, and just everything around the positivity that their message and that their music spreads from their most recent EP called Death Stare, which came out in 2021, to their ministry work, to literally everything. This is a half-hour quick one of just straight up awesomeness that's about to describe it straight up awesomeness so please welcome josh from the protest back to the corporate Gresham podcast are you guys ready you better be let's go yeah
Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. About 200 episodes ago, this band was on the podcast. Yes, it's crazy to say 200 episodes, but that was, you know, during the middle of pandemic 2020. Since then, they've been on the road. They have a new EP out from 2021 that dropped, and I mean, you should definitely go listen to it. And they're going to be on the road in the summer and fall all of this year, so you're not going to want to miss out. So please welcome Josh from the protest back to the Gore Progression Podcast. So Josh, <laughs> welcome back, man. Dude, what is up? Uh, man, it's been it's been 200 episodes, huh? Yeah, it's been a little over a year and a half and 200 wow. episodes later, but not since I last saw you at that uh, one show for Ignescent yeah. TP release show. Uh, uh, how many uh, uh, episodes total do you have? Uh, this one will be 298. Wow, that's awesome, brother. Well, congratulations. You know, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not the 300th, but that's okay. You know, I think I'll, I think I'll survive. Might have to wait till the 400th for that one, then. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. But I mean, how's everything going since we last talked in the podcast about a year and a half ago? Of course. Now yeah. you know we're out of the pandemic. You guys are still going out there playing live shows having a blast doing it so how's everything been going over the past year and a half yeah man it's been going good like i mean as you said you know covid was absolutely crazy um is crazy whatever it's just you know we went from you know being on the road to all of a sudden not and you know all, you know me and most every other single band in the world was just you know we couldn't do what we love um and that was hard you know um, we were blessed. Um, we were able to play during COVID some, um, so that was a huge blessing, but the good thing about COVID was we got to spend a lot of time writing music and getting our EP done, which came out in August and, uh, it's called death stare and we're super happy with it. We recorded that out in LA during COVID. So that was wild. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, things are starting to kind of pick back up again. You know, we've been on the road, um, most of spring i just got home for for having some babies and uh I, I got some festivals this summer um a tour with disciple this fall and uh europe so a lot of cool things going on that's right i did see you guys are going over to europe at the end of september over to yeah. germany correct yep how did that all come into fruition because i saw that i'm just like holy moly the <laughs> protest is going international <laughs> yeah uh so about Five years ago, um, the festival, I'm, I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. Um, they actually hit us up um, about coming over. Um, and we went over, I think, um, yeah, about five years ago. And we started off kind of in northern uh, Germany. We played um, a ton of shows on our way down to southern Germany where this festival is. And, and the one we're doing again um this year it's called loud and proud it's a great show great great people that run it um always a always a great time except when i saw that you guys were playing Jimmy, my first thought was wait i'm pretty sure i know that festival and know people that have played there as well so i was running through i'm just like yep that's the same festival i talked to the girls at gfm about so and every yes. time i've talked to them about that show they're like it's just been absolutely insane you know you get people just to show up from all over the place in europe to come it's like they have, might not have no any idea who you are but you're playing in front of a room of like two thousand people that are just ready to go nuts yeah i mean they go hard you know what i mean um and that's what's cool and and trust me like you know, there's a lot of rowdy shows here too. Like there's so many good fans here, you know, but, um, over there, man, they just take it serious and they love their hard rock. They love their metal. 
um, it's a sweaty, sweaty mess in there uh, by the end of the day. So, um, yeah, it's always, it's always really cool. Shoot. And I'm going to have to figure out how I can get out there and like, you know, go to Germany and hang out and go to that festival. But money might be a little bit tight at this point. We'll see though. Yeah. You never know all of a sudden it might, you know, win the lottery, you know, find a, a briefcase of a hundred thousand dollars that probably yes. wasn't meant for me, but just be like, now this is my travel money. <laughs> yeah. I've been, uh, I've been searching dumpsters for that very same briefcase for a long time. Nothing yet, but I have, I have, I have hope, you know? Hey, you never know. I mean, if, if you're not searching for it, then you're never going to find it. It's like you miss a hundred, <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots. You don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. There you go. Michael Scott. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Had to throw that in there. But I, I, I mean, I remember like when the pandemic hit as well, and you guys did play some of those shows like during the pandemic, cause I ended up driving up to that one, just like maybe 30 minutes West of Wausau, Wisconsin. Yeah. At and, like, some, yeah. At the winery. And I'm just like, well, now this is nice, especially after, you know, not seeing shows for a couple of months oh, at sure. that point and having sure. no idea when they're coming back. Not going to lie. I I knew of like, you know, maybe there's going to be some interesting like people like they're not going to be too happy with the fact that you guys are playing shows during the band because all these other bands are on the shelf. However, it's like this is what you guys do. This is your livelihood. So if you have a chance to go and do it, do it. Right. And And, and that's the thing, you know, there was a little bit of negative feedback from some of the bands on the run, but you know, um, at the end of the day, I mean, like you said, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big part of our income. Um, but more importantly, um, it's, it's our beliefs and what, you know, and our ministry and, and what we try to do to reach people, you know, I mean, you know, yes, COVID was terrible and, and, and a lot of people got sick and a lot of people died and that is heartbreaking. And I, and I hate that. But the last thing we wanted to do was be unresponsible. Our goal was to go out there and just encourage people and lift people up during this time. You know, I mean, you would be shocked if you heard how many kids we talked to um, the last couple of years that have contemplated suicide and all this because just of what's going on in the world and they're not at school and all these crazy things are going on. So, you know, um, whether or not, uh, you believe it was responsible or not. It's just something that we were called to do. So we did it. Cause just using the ex uh, experience that I had with what you guys on that tour in 2020, again, at that winery, just West of Wausau, Wisconsin. I mean, if it came to like social distancing, they had a lot of space there for people to be spaced out at. So oh, yeah. it was like, that was definitely taken care of. But on the other aspect of it too, from, you know, the fans perspective and even from your perspective too, it was just something where during that time for COVID, Music was a has always been a thing, and especially live music has been a thing for people to always come together to be yes. amongst people and yep. be amongst that positivity. And when COVID kind of came, you know, it ripped that completely away from us. So, but Absolutely. the fact that you guys were able to have some sort of chance to bring people together, bring some sort of normalcy back to just people's lives on top of that, bring some sort of the ministry side of things to increase the positivity, increase hope even because hope is such a powerful thing hope that we will get past this that we will you know see the light at the end of the tunnel to the point where we will get through this and now we're at the point where i mean going to a live show it's like okay um it's not a question of if it's gonna happen my question is now how the heck am i even gonna get there yeah oh totally totally man and i think that's a good way to look at it you know um i think music is so powerful and it can inspire people and, and i think people need it now more than ever um, you know, and, and really that, you know, that whole tour, 
um, we did during, you know, like right in the, in the middle of the pandemic was, uh, you know, honestly, most of the shows were outside anyways, you know? So, I mean, you know, nobody was trying to be irresponsible. I mean, like you said, we were just trying to reach people with some hope. Oh, absolutely. And then even like later on in the year as well, like later in 2020, there were a couple of bands that started doing those like outdoor shows. I know Skillet yeah. did a whole entire thing with that. The, the drive-in shows. Yeah. yeah Beartooth did a drive-in show in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So like bands were starting to do something like that. And it's just, you have to weigh, you know, all the different possibilities and all the different sides of it. It's like, yes, you know, there was stuff happening. It doesn't seem like the responsible thing at times. However, there's a response responsibility to bring that positivity, to bring that connectiveness, Correct. to really bring that engagement. And on top of that too, I mean, just how you guys went about it as well by being in those outdoor venues, you allowed for the space, you allowed for that to be a possible thing. So Really, when it comes down to it, in the end, it kind of ended up working out for the best and was the smartest move in the end to bring back that positivity back to people's sure. lives that might have been cool. missing it from, you know, six, eight months beforehand. Yeah, absolutely. And now I'm like all positive and jacked up now because, I mean, ever since, you know, 2022, sorry, I've probably been to like 16 or 17 shows at this point. My That's plan awesome. is to hit 50 this year. We'll see yeah. if I, we'll see if I actually am able to like hold up to that because <laughs> by the time October comes, I might be like walking around and be like, help, please. Seriously, dude. Seriously. You know, and I mean, that's, uh, yeah, it does take a lot out of you, you know, especially traveling and going to the shows and, you know, um, yeah. But we're, you know, I think it's awesome that you're back, you know, going to shows, man. And that's so, that's just really cool. And then you guys are back, you know, playing more shows as well because you guys had the little bit of run in spring of this year. And now, you know, you got some festivals coming up in summer, got your yeah. tour planned for the fall. There's a lot going on. And now I, as well, you know, you record the EP in 2021 and people are going to get the chance to really hear that, feel that and experience that live yeah. as well. Well, yeah, dude, totally. Like, I think, I think that's a great way to put it. Like, you know, I know that 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 you respect live music and love live music as much as I do. And, you know, like these songs that we set on for a while and couldn't play live. Now we can. And and and, and to us, until you play it live and experience that um, that that moment, you know, with the people in the audience, you know, I mean, that's when it becomes real and special to us is when you can share that, um, you know, with the people at the show. So super cool, man. Yeah. And you guys, especially with the stuff that's on death stare as well. One thing that I really enjoyed about it was especially kind of bringing more of that positivity to it. A lot of the songs on the EP had this anthemic drive to it. So especially, you know, coming out of the pandemic and trying to build up on that hope, build up on that positivity. There's an anthemic drive behind these songs to keep going, to keep trying yeah. to get better, to keep trying to, you know, find that positivity and grow it so that you can take the positivity that's inside of you and radiate that out and help out people that might be struggling yeah. and create a better, you know, community around us, whether it's just within your family, your friend group, the music community you're a part of, or just the world as a collective whole. Sure. Oh yeah, dude. And 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 trust me, like, like you know, yes, the, the, the EP is very triumphant and very victorious. It, it's all about conquering fear, but that, that doesn't mean that, you know, during that time, you know, and really during any time that we aren't struggling with those things too. You know, we, you know, we struggle with fear, doubt, anxiety. Like, I mean, I mean, you name it, we just happen to play music, you know I mean? Everyone's got their thing and that's how we spread, 
love and hope is through music. And but but at the end of the day, we're four dudes who make mistakes, are you know, are are depressed, are anxious, are you know. So this EP was like it, it was a um, obedient decision to no matter what we're going through look at that side of okay you know we can do this you know you know we can overcome this fear you know so that's kind of like our conscious effort was to hopefully do that you know i mean even though while writing the music we we had lots of doubts and fears too you know i mean just like we all do yeah and to not shy away from that is an incredible idea as well just because especially with you know when people are around and people are just listening to music sometimes people put them on this larger than life pedestal put them on this uh, this, this level where it seems like you know everything is perfect in their world nothing can go wrong but in the end you know we're all humans we all go through Absolutely. the same things Absolutely. we all experience some sort of anxiety depression some people more than others unfortunately but when it comes to the fact that you guys are humans like you guys four guys are human you go through these things you also feel these feelings and experience these experiences so writing music about it and not shying away from it gives a lot of people hope because now you're freely, openly talking about it. It gives people a certain comfort to be able to come out with their issues, talk about Absolutely. them, feel a little bit more comfortable with them, be, knowing that you know they're not alone. Because even though you know the term misery loves company, well, in this sense, it's kind of not gonna lie. It's kind of a good thing because we know that the other people are going through this stuff. We know people understand what we're going through, and that if we need that help, there is help out there. Yeah, dude. I mean. I mean, absolutely. And how many times have you, you know, been in a funk or been, you know, you know, you know, super down and then you heard a song or you or you heard someone's band or, you know, something that just like really spoke to you in that moment and kind of switched that up, you know, like ha happens all the time to me. I'll say, shoot, that's pretty much every time I go and see Rise Against perform live. The last two times I've seen them sure. perform, I've woken up sick as all hell. Like, I did not want to even get out of bed that day. But I'm just like, I'm going to see my favorite band, and something's going to kick in when I see Absolutely. them. All of a sudden, drag myself to the show. They go on stage, and something clicks in my brain where all of a sudden it's yep. like, am I feeling sick? Nope. Am I tired? Absolutely. Nope. Maybe Absolutely. an hour and a half later I might be, but for this moment right now, there is the no way that's happening. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, who are they with? Uh, the last time I saw them, they were with Pennywise and Stick to Your Guns. Okay, cool. So it was a uh, it was a punk rock extra extravaganza, which I was very <laughs> very happy with. Yeah, that's very cool, man. Very cool. And so Rise Against is your favorite band. Oh, absolutely. There, I mean, it's unfortunately, you know, it's not the protest, but it's just ever since I was, you know, a teenager, it was like Rise Against. Something just clicked with me with sure. their music, and I just stuck with it. And it's absolutely. always been there every step of the way. Absolutely, man. Like, there's, yeah, that's that's totally cool. You know, like I've got, I've got a lot of bands like that too. And uh, yeah, man, I just this is like the most basic statement ever made, but I just love music. I love all kinds of music. I love. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter what genre. Like, I, I do love it all. Now, there are some, there, there are some genres I really can't stand. Like, uh, like I like country, but I don't like bro country. I don't like this new country at all. Um, I'm not a big fan of like, like trap rap and that kind of stuff. I like rap a lot, um, especially kind of like '90s uh, and late '80s hip hop. But, uh, dude, I just love music, and I think it's such a powerful thing. Um, 
to listen to, to go see live. It's just, yeah, it's incredible, man. Well, it's like, take a look at all the different sounds and styles that you just listed off there and the positive impact that they've had on you. And it's coming from all different walks of life, all different perspectives, all different sounds to all explain and all talk through stories that sometimes revolve around a lot of the same topics and emotions. Exactly. You know, I'm a huge folk and Americana fan. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a huge classic rock fan. I mean, like, you name it, man. Like, I, I believe almost every style of music tells, you know, has a story and, and, and emotes a feeling. And, you know, some people like some genres, some people like others, but I think we all can agree that music is something that's very powerful and brings us together. And that's, you know, and, and it's days like that because, you know, our, you know, our band, man, we are, you know, we are nobodies, you know, we're a rock band. Um, we got some great fans out there that, you know, that keep us going and we've been blessed to do this for a long time. But, um, when I sit back and think about the opportunity we have to just be creative and make music that people like, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty humbling and pretty special, you know? Well, even you said it earlier as well with how, I mean, you'd be surprised, like you said, you'd be told me, I'd be surprised with how many people have come up to you and have talked about, you know, suicide prevention from mm-hmm. your music and just the connectivity that they have to it. It's something where, you know, all those, artists that are all those like styles and sounds of those artists that you listed off. It's just like, you know, there are artists where, you know, you just connect them on a certain way and their music helps you through some of those things because whatever the sound that was produced off of those guitars or off of, you know, whatever music production they were working with, whatever the vocals sounded like, however that message was delivered, whatever the lyrics said, however poetic they were, it's somehow connected with you in such a strong, passionate way that it is connected to, or it has impacted your life on such a positive note that it has improved your life's quality and kept you going in some of those darkest times. Oh, so so you guys have even had the chance to, you know, not only have that happen to you as music fans, but have had the chance to deliver that to other people as music creators yourselves. Yes, totally. And that's a very humbling experience. And that's why we really take a lot of care in what we, you know, what we write about um, and how we conduct ourselves and, you know, because yeah, I mean, I mean, I know how music makes me feel and I, you know, I want to make sure that we're doing our, our due diligence, you know, um, doing the best we can for those people who are broken and hurting. Yeah. And, and also, you know, with how strong you are with your Christian faith as well, with the ministry stuff that you guys do, that also very much lines up with those ideas as well. So when it comes to delivery and all those different aspects within what you guys do as musicians, who you guys are as people, everything lines up and everything is presented that way as well from what I've seen. Well, thank you so much, man. I mean, you know, um, ministry and you know it's really way more uh you know it's really more of an offstage thing honestly you know like we're on stage for you know 30 to and you know 30 minutes to an an hour a night you know what i mean but after that we're off the stage no more lights uh, no more loud you know loud music we're there you know and it's just you and the people that came talking and you know that's where the real you know where I think we can really also have an an impact as uh, as um, musicians, and you know, I mean, like think about your your podcast, man. Like, I mean, I guarantee you, it has reached some people. You, you know what I mean? I mean, that that's really cool. Oh, I, I kind of a, I think that it might have too, like with the podcast, because I've had some conversations with people that 
we've div- we've do- or dove into some very intense topics around mental health, around issues within music. Just there's a lot of different things that have come up there. And I've always wanted to put it out there. It's like, you know, here's like a, a podcast where we talk about this stuff, but it's not trying to talk bad on these things. It's like talking, understand that, you know, music people go through these things. People do talk about yeah. these things. And I was talking with uh, Brandon, the lead singer from Palisades, about something, one of the songs that they wrote on their recent record, where he talked about his struggles with depression, anxiety, a lot of different things, and not act, and always just wanting to be better, but not really reaching out for help. And I yeah. just straight up asked him if I could ask him the question of why didn't you reach out for help as a way to just show people like, you know, other people are scared to reach out for help and you might have Absolutely. the same reason that he did absolutely man like dude i can relate i mean dude it was a you know i've got an amazing family an amazing wife i get to do what i love for a living um no one's ever you know like i mean i've got nothing but love and support but yeah dude um depression and anxiety has run rampant in my life since high school and i can't i couldn't explain it and you know it got it gets so bad at points that you know, I've thought about taking my own life, you know, and it doesn't make sense on paper, like why, you know, I've got all these things going for me. But when you struggle with that kind of stuff, man, it's just like, it is truly a living hell, you know? And I think it's amazing that you are able to just be blunt and honest about those things, you know, on your podcast, because people need to know, you know, that yes, we struggle, man, like everybody struggles and it's not, it's not showing weakness. It's not giving in to find help. You know, I'm dude, I, I started seeing a therapist, um, about a year ago and I, I, I changed some meds around and, you know, I really do believe it is making a huge difference in my life. So, um, yeah, if anyone's listening, man, I highly, highly recommend. Yeah. If you're struggling, don't be scared. It's not weak. It's not, it's not stupid. Just do it, man. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. And it's fantastic to hear that you've gone through that and that you're doing a lot better for yourself as well yes. through that. Yeah, and, and, and trust me, like there are still days, like you'll still have days that, you know, I I walked around for 10 years thinking that, how can I live like this? This will never change. You know what I mean? Like everything I've tried, nothing is going to change, you know? Um, but really this past year, I've just, I've worked really hard at it. I've been doing a lot of praying and, you know, like I said, the therapy and, and, and stuff and yes, it is possible. It really is. And you will have days that are hard and you'll still have days where you feel like you're backsliding a little bit, or you might have those thoughts, but, um, soon, you know, the hope kind of takes hold and that becomes more important. Oh, absolutely. I even have those days as well myself where, cause I sure. would Cause I mean the whole entire podcast and everything that's around here, the corporate podcast was all created off of me trying to pull myself out of that depressive state and suicidal tendency state. It was all really about that. And it ended up, you know, I mean, here we are talking about this stuff, 298 episodes into it. So it's just like, yeah, it definitely worked out, but I still do have those days where at times it is a little bit tougher. You know, it is a little bit harder to get going. Things do come back up and it's, it's kind of, it is a struggle, but they're also, t- it's also able to, you know, reach out for help when I need that help. I, I'm not one that has gone to therapy, you know, I'll say yet because it very well could, but I do look at it as if I ever feel like I have no one to talk to and I'm really struggling, that that option is always there in a judgment-free environment. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you don't have to, you know, like if you're not comfortable with therapy or whatever, then that's cool. But like, you know, like, 
just getting those emotions out, telling someone how you feel is just really important. I think, because I think, I think, I think you could relate if you bottle that up and you don't say anything, it gets bad because that's what happened, man. Like I got tired of being the sad guy. And I, I felt like all I talked about with my wife and my parents was just how depressed I was. And I didn't, I didn't want to be that sad guy anymore. So I just stopped talking about it and just started saying that, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Everything's going great, but it wasn't, but I, I didn't want to put that, you know, like put that burden on people. Um, you know, especially if I thought it wasn't going to get better. And that's when it got worse is when I stopped talking about it to people. Oh, I can easily relate to you on that as well. Cause when I just tried to like talk to people and all of a sudden it seemed like nothing was really going anywhere. It was the people I talked to. It was, they made it, they started to turn the conversation more towards them when I was the one that really needed help. I just kind of yeah. shut down on that front. And, and, and it's like, I still remember this. Uh, there's a picture of my family that my mom uses my fa- our family Christmas card from Thanksgiving, 2017. My mom <laughs> and dad look all happy. My brother and his girlfriend, like they look all happy. And I'm like, and I'm next to them. And it's, I mean, I'm smiling in there for, for the picture, but I hate that picture because sure. I can tell that's me smiling just to cover up literally everything else that's going on yeah. and how horrible of a day that ended up being because of how horrible of a mindset I had going like throughout that whole entire day, the struggle yeah. of everything. It's just like, it reminds me of that moment, but I'm not afraid to look at that picture because I also know that was one of the moments that basically made me realize that I have like something has to change. And if I'm going to be closed off on it, this is going to be the reality. That's yes. not going to be the case. Right. Totally, man. And, and that's a very brave thing to, you know, to, to notice is like, okay, something has to change and, and, and doing something about it. And and that's hard. You know, that, that's a hard step to make because um, even though you're stuck in this hole of depression um, in some weird, sick way, you don't want to get out of it. I don't, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. You know what I mean? Like, like you want out of it so bad, you can't take it anymore, but like the thought of it just seems so overwhelming that you that it'd be impossible to overcome. Not only the thought of it just being overwhelming to overcome, just the thought of it, the fact that that's kind of at times all you've really known for, you know, maybe a period of time in your life. So the fear of change, it's like, you know, what happens if I break, if I try and break from this, what happens if I do get better, but then maybe I get worse and maybe things go Correct. back down. Like I, I'm not even going to lie. I, there's times when it comes to relationships where I'm I have a fear of commitment for because of how some how a relationship was it was it wasn't the main reason for why I went down that that path in 2017 but it was a major catalyst for it so sure sure yeah and, and you can't downplay that man like you know like that yeah like that is a you know it may seem you know you're like, oh, it's a relationship, like, but no, that that could very well be a huge, just you know, just a brick in that wall. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like for you, me, you no, know, I'm looking at it like I understand that that's it, that that's an issue I have to deal with, and the first part of correcting any problems admitting there is one, and for, and for me, if there's one, that like that is one right there. Correct yeah. or fix it, get fix that problem, and becoming more comfortable and being more you know emotionally emotionally available in relationships and be more open to commitment. Yeah, that's something I definitely have to work on. And I know the problem is there. Now the next step is, okay, where do I go from there next? However, when it comes to being able to understand where that happiness comes from for myself and find that happiness, it's right here doing stuff like this and right here with the kind of music you you guys make with the protest. Well, and dude, I 
I love that man. And seriously, brother, like, um, I'm just, I love what you do. Thank you for giving artists a platform to, to talk and talk true, you know, because you know how a lot of interviews are, uh, and things like that. They're the same, you know, and that's okay, but it's the same questions, the Mm -hmm. same things you talk about. And, you know, um, your podcast is really, really special, man. Um, it, it really shows the listener, um, you know, the other side of artists and yourself. And I think it's really cool. So dude, just please, please, please keep on keeping on, man. Super proud of you. And I'm, I'm just loving what you're doing. Well, first off, thank you very much, Shafat. And second off to you as well, keep doing what you're doing with the protest. Keep making the kind of music you guys are making. Keep delivering that message. Keep doing all the ministry things you're doing because they are spreading positivity throughout this world, throughout the communities that you're working with and just through into people's lives, which is going to radiate out even further. On top of that, I'm always happy to have these types of conversations because these are the types of conversations that are important to have. If, if people want to, you know, go and like, you know, find the interviews where it's like, you know, they ask the same questions over and over again. There's plenty of other ones for that. Plenty. No, I want to yep. actually have these types of conversations because yeah. they have the most, or I'm not only going to say they might have the most impact, but honestly, for me, they're just the most enjoyable because we really get to talk about things that are in in essence very important that a lot of other people are feeling and dealing with. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, brother, thank you so, so much. Um, Best of luck. And uh, I I hope you have someone good planned for your big number 300. We'll we'll see who's playing for the big number 300 episode. But also on that front, once again, thank you very much, Josh, for being on the show. For all the fans that are out there, when it comes to the protests, anything you need to know to find them will be in the link in the description of the podcast under Find the Protest Online. Everything from their socials, where you can watch their YouTube videos, where you can find them on the road, where you can go and see them play a live show, where you can buy some merch, where you can stream, download, buy, purchase all their music. Everything about that is going to be in the description of the podcast. And Josh, I mean, I've seen you on two shows so far and hopefully in 2022 because I haven't seen the tour dates yet. Hopefully there's one around me so I can make it number three. Sounds good, man. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you as well. So this is not goodbye, man, because you know I'm going to be in another show and I'm going to have you guys back in the podcast, hopefully for number 400. So on that note, I'll see you later, bud. Sounds good, man. Take care. Well, folks, this is an interview with Josh from the band The Protest. Once again, if you want to find anything on The Protest, let me scratch that and say, when you go and find anything on The Protest, you're going to want to follow them on all their social media accounts. You're going to want to watch their YouTube videos. You're going to want to stream their music, download their music, buy their music. You want to know where to buy their merch and where to check out their concert dates, their live show dates, and where to get tickets for those. So I'm going to make it as easy as possible for you guys. Go in the description of the podcast and say, find The Protest online. There'll be links for everything and labels for everything as well. So you can get in the know of The Protest, be able to be, you know, really become a fan of The Protest and find them on tour in summer and fall of 2022 because you're not going to want to miss on them. Trust me on that. The positivity is radiating, especially if you're going to listen to the protest. Also, thank you for listening to the Core Progression Podcast as well. Please follow along with us on social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok, eh? Where, you know, Facebook, that's just kind of the business. Twitter, a lot of crazy things going on there. Instagram, probably our most popular platform. And TikTok, the small little fun tidbit bite size of the podcast, live on there as well. 
When it comes to the podcast, though, you can watch every single podcast episode on YouTube, or you can stream the audio version of the podcast on Spotify Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. All the links to the podcast below, so please like, share, subscribe if you have not. You know, hit that subscribe button. Please, please, please do. Want to give you a thank you if you have already, because that is awesome. If you haven't, well, please hit the subscribe button. But if you don't, you know, I get it. It's, your, it's free will. It's your own choice. And, um, yeah, well, thank you for stopping by to the Core Progression Podcast. Also want to thank Phoenix Innocent Custody Abuse for sponsoring this podcast, the links, and their promo code description of the podcast as well. When it comes to music, guys, positivity is just the name of the game. And I know a lot of, you know, artists, they talk about deeper topics, some heavier topics as well. But, honestly, sometimes even talking about those things can spread positivity. They can spread connectiveness and spread this hope to us that's what it's really you know gets me going that's what gets me driving that's what you know with the protest their music that anthemic drive behind it gets me going for it as well rise against always makes me happy every time i get to listen to it and you know what that's why i love music that's why i love my music that's why i love doing this stuff so on that note that's gonna be for me guys thank you for watching this is the chord progression podcast my name is kevin and you guys know how i end every single way that was a big healthy and hearty see ya yeah